0: On today's episode, we're going gorgeous, but yuck! We watched a goofy movie. Hello, welcome to the Flexology podcast, a podcast that looks at all forms of media, analyzes it, and dissects it, whether it be movies, television, music, and sometimes, if we feel fancy, literature. I'm your host, John, and joining me as always is my my version of Roxanne, April. April, how are you? I'm good. You like that little my little intro, didn't you? I wish I
1: was Roxanne. She's, like, way too cool for me. Oh, I, I was more of, like, a Stacy girl.
0: Yeah, I was more of the Poly Shore kid. <laughs> I wish. I wish I was the Poly Shore kid. Uh, so we watched, believe it or not, and, hey, you want to feel old? 1995's A Goofy Movie. Now I do feel old. Uh, directed by Kevin Lima, starring Bill Farmer, Jason Martin, Jim Cummings. Uh, Kelly Martin, Rob Paulson, Wallace Shawn, and Jenna Van I believe is how you pronounce that. And uh, basically, this movie, which takes place three years after the events of Goof Troop, the television show. So I was right when I said this show had a tie-in to Goof Troop when we were watching this yeah the film follows goofy and his son max who is now in high school and revolves around the father-son relationship between the two as goofy embarks on a misguided mission to bond with his son by taking him on a cross-country fishing trip april what is your history with this movie
1: what oh my gosh well uh you kind of caught me off guard there i had to think about this I don't know what age I was when I saw this movie. Probably somewhere around 1996 when I watched it. So I guess I was like eight, maybe ten at the most. And um, I just remember like being a huge like uh, you know Disney kid and knowing all of them. And then whenever this movie came out, I didn't think I was going to like it um, because I wasn't a big Goofy girl. Like growing up, I just okay. wasn't. But I actually really loved this movie, and I fell in love with Roxanne. And like to tell you the truth, my favorite character, aside from Roxanne and Stacy, um, the BFF, is um, and obviously Maximilian. But um, PJ. Yeah. I was like in love with PJ. I thought he was so cute and like just funny. And I don't know, I was just in love with him. I loved his character in this especially. And I loved him in all of the little cartoons.
0: Would Would you believe if I told you the voice of PJ, the guy who does the voice, is also the voice of Pinky on Pinky and the Brain? Really? Yeah, his name is Rob Pulson. He's actually a really famous uh, character actor. He's done, like, Animaniacs. He's done Jimmy Neutron. And I think the most notable is Pinky, is Pinky from the Brain.
1: Yeah, see, I grew up like watching all of those um, cartoons and stuff. I can't remember like the networks and all of that that I watched them on, or like mm-hmm. how how I saw them. Like you can, right. but I, I grew up like watching pretty much anything that was on. Like I watched it, you know. So,
0: so I saw this movie in the theater. I was five or six, and honestly, well, first off, let me back up. I was a huge fan of Goof Troop. I am still a huge fan of Goof Troop. I love that show. We're basically. Yeah, I love that show. It's basically Goofy and Pete being neighbors and Max and TJ, their kids. And, and it's just like they just do crazy adventures. Um, I've always loved that show. And then when I saw what they put it back on Disney Plus, I was like, yes. By the way, go watch that show. That is a full on recommend for me right now. Um,. So when this movie came out, I had always suspected it was somehow tied into Goof Troop just because the way what the characters are and everything and the way like how Max is and like how he's around his dad, you just get that kind of feeling. Um, So I did not understand this movie when I first saw it, so I didn't really like it in the beginning. Man, I think this is my first... Well, I
1: think you were so young, too, because well, you're yeah. younger than me, so yeah, like, yeah. you were like, what, uh, like, six? Five, like
0: Like I said, five or six. Yeah,
1: like five or six. Um,
0: so, I, this was the first time I've seen this movie in a very, 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 very long time. And, you know, this this movie is now like a, called Following. I mean, there's a board game. There's memes of it every day, or somehow clips are, are, are of it. And people are, are now quoting the movie.
1: Dude, I remember quoting this movie all the time when I was a kid. Like, literally, um, like, Polly Shore's secondary character with the little mohawk and everything. The, the glasses. He was, like, like, the surfer dude. You know, He's like, totally. And, like, the Leaning name? Tower of cheez And he, like, you know, has that laugh. Or the Polly Shore Bobby, laugh.
0: Bobby. I think his name was Bobby.
1: I remember, yeah. And, like, I remember, like, um...
0: Which that was an uncredited Polly Shore, but everyone knew who that yeah. was. Yeah, Well,
1: I remember i had seen the movie Son in Law, and that's how I knew, like, Polly Shore, and I was, like, just obsessed.
0: I have never seen Son in Law, which is. Really it
1: was hilarious. Sad. I
0: saw Biodome. That's how I knew about Polly Shore.
1: Mm, I never saw that, but I was, obs- you, I was obsessed you,
0: with. You were doing okay.
1: Yeah. Dude, <laughs> you... let me tell you what though. We had a copy of this VHS tape. Mm-hmm. And you remember how Disney VHS tapes came in like those
0: squishy The, the Pearl, the poor the pearl like the oyster clamshells. Yeah, like things. the oyster
1: clamshells. Yeah. And they were like soft almost, like a like a belt like a little purse or something like i don't even know but you like open it up and and like we had all of our disney movies like that i
0: mean i still have mine
1: like we literally a... yeah we still have your collection like some of them yeah Not all of them but some of them
0: i think goofy movies actually in this collection now that i think about it i Dude, know i, had I like
1: it. cherish those vhs tapes like i wish that i'd saved more vhs tapes
0: yeah, like, I even have the original Mr., uh, not Miss, not Mr., uh, the original Forrest Gump on VHS, and that's, I still can't believe I have that in my collection. Yeah. But, um, anyway, we should probably go ahead and get started into this thing. So, basically, it's, like, the day before summer vacation, and, well, actually, no, Max has this insane dream of meeting Roxanne in, like, this field and, basically, it turns into a nightmare because he's turning into his father. Which... He
1: doesn't want to be was... a goof. He doesn't want to be a yeah, goof. Yeah, that was an ins- And who can blame But that kid? was
0: such an intense dream. Yeah. Because he turned into a goof, which, you know, fine. But he made it look like he was Godzilla the way he, like, when he was finally done. Because he was so freaking tall and everything. But I don't know. And then max wakes up and he's late for school it was like the last the day before summer vacation and you see that mickey mouse phone he had in his room oh dude dude the disney references in this movie are so insane
1: dude and like the craziest things like with the um like i did not remember a single song like disney oh, songs, I know. like okay disney movies especially like all of the music like disney musicals and stuff like that you had on vhs as a kid i can sing still sing to this day like all the songs i didn't word remember, for word
0: i did not remember a single song i remember two songs from this i movie. cannot
1: remember any of the songs from this i was like i didn't even know this movie had songs i literally was re-watching so, it and i was like what
0: so they they brought us to this first song and i only know about the song because someone did like a live action Remake shot for shot with characters looking exactly like the characters in this movie and they put it on YouTube And it's good like it's really talented and everything and it nails like every character Even like the secondary minor characters were just like in it for like a second And everything and it's cool like the music's actually not that bad I just wish it was more memorable Yeah
1: Yeah I don't know why that was like maybe it's because it was like boys singing it instead of girls like I like most of the musicals are like female characters singing it like i feel like i mean of course not like mickey or you well, know, whatever, I mean, but
0: well you of, of course you have the the most famous i think in my opinion beauty and the beast like
1: all the disney princesses i remember but maybe that's because it was like a different experience for me
0: i mean for me like the, I don't know. the there's only like one male dominated song that i know in a disney movie and that's the um young hercules song when he's like about to like go train and everything he's like i will find my way
1: i can go yeah exactly that's
0: that's like the only male dominated song i know
1: yeah yeah yeah.
0: um yeah i'll
1: make a man out of you have you heard that song on mulan yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) listen (laughs) i have my opinion about mulan i'm not dude i
1: love mulan i can't believe you don't love mulan i
0: don't love it but i don't hate it yeah it's like it's a whatever movie to me. Like I respect the message, but it's whatever. And then they then they ruined it with that remake.
1: I haven't seen the remake, you but don't
0: don't watch it. There's no Mushu. The, what? the, the, the bird the, the eagle, like the evil eagle
1: the evil eagle. Yeah, was that was what I
0: say. Uh is a sorceress witch.
1: Whoa. I kinda wanna see this now. I don't know.
0: And um what was the villain in that movie? Like the original movie? Uh... Shao something?
1: I don't remember the name. I don't remember the name. But
0: it's a different name in the remake. It's completely different.
1: Wow. It was like the Hans. They were trying to defeat the Hans. Well, yeah. I don't know what the main guy's name was.
0: I don't know. It's been a long time since I yeah. saw it. Yeah. But anyway, we're it's at It's been the... a long time. So we're at the school, and they're doing like this... this uh, would you say it's like... I don't want to say it's a pep rally, but... um. Yeah, uh, they're doing, like, a pep rally. Well, it's, like, the last day before school. Why would you do a pep rally before, on the last day of school?
1: Well, I think everybody's just... I don't know. You know, it's like a field day. It's like a field day. Like, you always do field days of the last, you know, couple of days of school or whatever, I you know? Loved,
0: I loved field
1: day. I always hated field day. It was always, like, really hot. And I was like, I don't want to sign a million yearbooks.
0: Yeah, but basically, they Max dresses up as, like, those insane, famous singer what was it, power line?
1: Yeah. It was
0: like a combination of Michael Jackson's dance moves with <laughs> Prince's uh, eccentric personality.
1: And haircut and jewelry and looks. And,
0: you know, he gets in trouble and everything. Him, P, uh, TJ, and Bobby.
1: Well, and they, yeah, and they, like, moonwalk, and he, like, flies above the crowd and stuff, and then he crashes out of the TV
0: yeah and basically you know they all get caught in everything and uh, and you see
1: like the love chemistry between him and Roxanne he's all like walking up to her and like being all fly and everything
0: which you know great but I don't know I kind of wanted to see a little bit more interaction before like they go on this road trip and I'll get into that in a moment um
1: I would have liked to have seen more Roxanne and Stacey for sure
0: I would love to see more of the Polish Shore character Oh, yeah, for sure. He's only in it for like five minutes. Well, and you
1: know, I would have liked to see more PJ. I know that we see him scattered, but it's only for like a second here and a second there. Like, I need PJ. Well,
0: oh, yeah. Well, I mean, go watch but go-, I know this <laughs> about- go watch Goof Troop.
1: But I know this is all about, you know, Maximilian and his dad, like, and it's mainly them, like the whole movie. But I just needed more PJ. But I'll tell you, I got some PTSD, like, whenever PJ's dad was like all up in the Oh, screen. yeah, I know. Like, it was like So much like my dad is unreal, like very authoritarian, you know, like ex-military, like, ugh.
0: Well, basically they get caught caught by the principal, who the principal is played by legendary actor Wallace Shawn. Um, Did you ever see The Princess Diaries? Yes. He's the guy that like made him and what's his name, the main male character in that movie? Yeah. Do the poison drink thing? Yeah. So that's him the inconceivable or whatever the line is in that movie. And, you know, he's like calling Goofy to tell him about what happened. And basically he's like, you know, you got to get better control of your son or he's going to end up in the electric chair, which that was a harsh comment. He just had like a, he just interrupted your pep rally with his freaky little dance moves. That's not something to mention of with the electric chair.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know.
0: I mean, did your principal, when if you ever got in trouble, threaten to do something like that, say some crazy like that?
1: I don't think I ever got in trouble at school.
0: You would be a good teacher.
1: I don't know. I think the only time I ever got in trouble was like skipping school, and I had to like make up classes. So I skipped a lot of school.
0: But basically, the the whole thing impresses Roxanne with Max, and she asks him out to a party that night at, at um and whatnot. And after Goofy gets the phone call, he decides, well, you know, I think I'm going to take my son on a fishing trip. <laughs> that was a really bad Goofy impression. Just
1: like me and my dad did. <laughs> Come on, Maxie!
0: All right, I'm good. <laughs> that was good. That was oh, a little bit good. So, the Goofy?
1: Yeah. Oh, God. Your Goofies are great.
0: So, I, when you say Gorsh, Gorsh
1: <laughs> I don't know how you do that, man.
0: Um butchering my voice that's why i can't sing anymore um you
1: can sing
0: that was good um so basically goofy's like i'm gonna take him fishing to lake destiny idaho and this
1: is a real place we like looked it up we're like is this a real place like can we go yeah but my
0: favorite thing though is like max is home and goofy's packing the car and he goes you know, I'm gonna take my bestest buddy on a trip with me, <laughs> Donald Duck. No, son, you. And then Max just faints, like, as if it's the worst thing in the world.
1: I love how he to puts... go on
0: a fishing trip.
1: <laughs> I love how he puts him in like the blow up vest, like the life jacket. And he like pulls the cord and it's all like it kind... poof. And then he of... stuffs them in the car. He's like, "Come on, son." And it... He straps them in and they just take off. And I was like, "That's how you gotta it do it." It kind
0: of reminded me of. A christmas story or like the kid yeah that's yeah. what i mean
1: like you know
0: just... so so max asks his dad to stop at roxine Rock roxine roxanne's house and basically he's like telling her he makes up a lie and says hey i instead of saying hey my dad wants to spend time with me and i have to go on this stupid fishing trip which is what he should have said
1: Well, that's what he started to say, and then he
0: goes off. You know what? You know what? No, no. I'm actually going to Los Angeles, because my dad knows Powerline, and I'm going to be in the show. And I'm
1: going to wave to you. It just keeps getting, it keeps snowballing, right? Yeah. he says, I'm going to wave to you on the stage at this uh, Powerline concert.
0: Which, I'll admit, it was a creative lie, but man, that was an insane lie.
1: Yeah, so Roxanne's all excited. She tells the whole town, and Maximilian and the dad go out. All... What do you think about Roxanne's dad, first of all?
0: Uh, that was
1: intense. I forgot that he was in this. Well,
0: he's only in it for, lot maybe 30 seconds overall, the whole entire movie. Um, once here, then the other one at the very end. And, yeah, no, that dad scared the crap out of me.
1: Dude.
0: Um, but then we get the second song in this movie... I don't remember it at all. Like, we watched this movie yesterday. <laughs> I do not... I just remember they're on the road. That's all I remember. Do not remember what it was about. Do not remember the lines. Don't even remember the tune I still don't song. remember it.
1: I still don't remember... I don't remember any of it, yeah.
0: Oh, man. But, yeah. So, the second song ends, whatever. And then we go to this really weird possum... Park. Oh, the
1: possum place. I forgot about this already.
0: Now the Possum Park is what I remembered the most just because like at the very end of that scene but basically we go to this Possum Park it's like (laughs) Goofy's taking him all along the stops that he and his dad would have done and everything.
1: Back in the day. Back
0: in the day. And because he has like this treasure map, which is like his holy grail. Yeah. Of like all the things he would have that he wants to do with his son before getting to um
1: but they're like very Idaho. they're very old generation things like stop and look at the biggest ball of yarn and go to what? an animatronics like show in the woods about possums. Well like, you know this
0: this movie you know. is definitely like the MT MTV generation.
1: Yeah, like it but it shows that generation gap and like I thought that was really cool because and all the movies, like, you know, National Lampoon Vacation and, like, all the, you know, vacation movies that were older than our generation, they have all of these, like, quirky, like, roadside attractions that people used to go to. And, like, now, people don't do that anymore. Like, or even when we were kids, like, yeah. people didn't do that anymore. So, I, it just kind of shows that. And I thought that was cool looking back because as a kid, I didn't even realize well, even what they as, were
0: doing. Even as a Disney movie... For something to tackle, like, that and then some of the social commentary with, like, the MT generation... It was cool, Go- it was cool. ...versus Goofy's generation. Yeah. It was, it was interesting to see because there's a lot of movies that talk about social commentary that fail. This one actually did a pretty justice. Yeah. Um,
1: I love it whenever they set up camp, like, they stop off at, like, a park to camp out and get some shut-eye, um...
0: Uh, and they oh, run yeah. into
1: bigfoot you remember that oh yeah
0: well first you have to admit pete well first they into the possum park thing and basically that whole thing is a disaster max wants nothing to do with it he throws down this possum hat this dead possum hat that his dad bought him and it's like a very dramatic scene and then we he get throws the,
1: it out in the rain
0: <laughs> yeah and it does like this go like fade away fade back shot and you see like It looked like the possum hat was drawn into the background, but it's not supposed to look that way. Yeah. But it's very surrealistic in a way. Yeah. But then, yeah, we get to the camping scene, and before we do see Bigfoot, TJ and Pete arrive in this insane camper.
1: Insane. Dude, I want that camper!
0: What was it? Bowling alley? Basketball school? A pool? A pool? Um, it, that surround it, it, sound?
1: Did you see that setup? Like they not even. literally
0: had chainsaws cutting down trees.
1: But do you remember like that setup of like how your stereo systems used to be huge, like the speakers oh, yeah, on the floor and stuff? Like, yeah, like they don't even make that kind of stuff anymore. And it like really blew my mind. And like the inflatable chairs and stuff. Like I don't even know.
0: Yeah, but then we run into Bigfoot, which scares TJ and Pete away, and they uh, just leave
1: them in the dust. And then they, um, the and, car was locked, and the keys were—I don't know whether their keys were like in their bags or something. Yeah, and Bigfoot—they climbed through, in the sunroof, and, and, and Bigfoot it. like
0: went through all their stuff and everything. And Bigfoot
1: was kind of funny; he was doing stupid stuff. You
0: kind of see another, but he
1: like goes to sleep on the top of their car. And, you know, they're, like, trapped in this car together. But I think that moment, like, brought them a little closer together. Oh, yeah, they
0: talk about this alphabet soup thing, which...
1: It's so sad. It made me cry. I was just like, oh, my gosh, it's so cute.
0: Yeah, like, that was cute, I will admit. And then we get the most... It didn't feel like a big deal to me. But I wouldn't have done what Max did. Basically, Max opens up and the map falls out
1: yeah he opens up the glove box and like the map like rolls out and it's like glowing and he's like
0: again the holy grail
1: uh...
0: and max changes the route on the map so they end up in la yeah which you think goofy would have picked on picked on a little bit or maybe mentioned it before he eventually finds out but i don't know
1: well i feel like goofy's kind of like
0: the country bumpkin
1: that and (laughs) and that's something else that we realized we were like wow goofy's such a country
0: bumpkin which there's nothing wrong with that
1: yeah and and we were like where is where does this take place like we actually looked up like where does this start off like if they're going across country where did it start off
0: and we looked up it was ohio it was
1: ohio and i was like that makes perfect sense
0: i would have never guessed ohio though yeah what did
1: i guess i guess like pennsylvania or new
0: york or like a suburb of new york or Pennsylvania, yeah.
1: Oh no, I guess Philadelphia. I guess Philadelphia. That's what I guess.
0: Um, but but it was Ohio. But since they're bonding and everything, and Goofy doesn't know about the map yet, he's like, "I'm gonna make you my official navigator."
1: <laughs> yeah, and he gives them the map, and and
0: you know they they bond together a little bit. They do and stop by these crazy places. I think the only one I really remember was the House of Yarn. Yeah, and Goofy freaks out. And he's, like, so happy to go inside, like, this little tiny... It was literally a giant ball of yarn with a roof over it. And Goofy's look like he's, like, ecstatic. It looks like he just saw Mickey Mouse again. Yeah.
1: And they did, like, a theme park, like, roller coasters and stuff. Which, that looked
0: fun to me. But that's me.
1: Well, again, MTV generation. Like, we want roller coasters. You know, we don't want a big ball of yarn. Thrills and
0: chills, man. Yeah,
1: thrills and chills. Like, that's the MTV generation.
0: They stop at this motel with, we saw this thing and it was very aquatic themed hotel. And as since it was aquatic, it had the one thing you need in this room.
1: A water bed. I think it was called like Neptune or something. It was like
0: Neptune's Trident or something like that. I
1: don't know. I love that hotel Wait. and like I have literally growing up near the beach, like I literally used to like have stayed in hotels like that before that were like almost glow in the dark, like fish, like fish tanks and, like, just, like, very coastal themed and, like, really just tragically decorated and, like, over-the-top beach stuff, like, but I loved all of it. Like, No, I like, that vibes. hotel
0: looked, hotel, that motel, looked... <laughs> that motel looked fun. Like, if I had to stay at a motel somewhere, I would probably pick that place. That's just me. That and I've always wanted to try a waterbed. My Dude. bag, my bag would probably be killing me in the next day. But... Let
1: me tell you what, waterbeds are cool. I had like family members who I... got water beds whenever I was a kid, and I used to like literally go jump on those water beds every chance I got. Well, would
0: you be afraid to bust? Oh,
1: yeah. Well, I was like terrified of water when I was a kid, so like I wouldn't actually sleep in the bed. I would just like go lay on them for a few minutes.
0: Well, what was even more insane was they actually had live fish in these beds.
1: Yeah, they were like clear water beds were they with coy? live fish. I don't know, it was like goldfish or like koi fish or something, but I think it was like goldfish. How would they eat? They probably have like a dispenser or I don't or know, like I'm, like I'm
0: really curious because I just feel, I don't know.
1: Well, there's got to be like a control panel on anything there, I'm you be- know. I'm
0: being George Costanza right now. How
1: here's what I, okay, so here's something I never thought about as a kid, but as an adult, I'm like, do you have to change the water in your waterbed?
0: Email us that if you know the answer, please. I'm like, <laughs> what's the
1: maintenance for a waterbed? Can you still buy a waterbed? Like, just, is that a thing?
0: Just make sure you don't buy a, get a waterbed that's in a possessed house, like The Conjuring 3.
1: I yeah, dude, no way.
0: Oh, that movie's bad. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, no, this motel, though, I would definitely, like, check
1: it. Yeah, well, and PJ and his dad show up again.
0: Oh, yeah. And
1: they're like, hey, buddy, buddy, sure. buddy. Can we uh, we charge our RV? He's like, you won't even notice it. The next thing you know, he has like five million cords going through the room. I don't even
0: know (laughs) what that room looked like as soon as we saw like the giant metal coil going across the room and everything.
1: But dude, when I saw Max and PJ just sitting there like eating pizza in the motel room, like watching TV... And power and everything and just like Do you power- chit-chatting and sitting on the floor. I was like, oh my gosh, that's my childhood. Uh,
0: so when we we're gonna take a break real quick, but when we get back, I gotta talk about the insanity that is power line.
1: Insanity.
0: And we're back. Now, Power Line is literally all over this movie. Other than the songs that you hear in this movie, which I know we skipped a two. One was at the Possum Park and one was like, wow, they were traveling back and forth. Again, I don't remember a single lyric of these songs. Yeah. Um, so the two big songs that we hear from Powerline are the one at the very end, which we'll get to that. And then this other one called Stand Out.
1: I love that song. Okay,
0: that one I do remember now. Just from hearing, I don't like the remember t- the,
1: "Stand Up." So, like, Power, that's all I remember. Powerline
0: was played by R&B artist Tevin Campbell, and he actually did the vocals for Powerline and everything. Um, he's a celebrity musician, from what I know. I don't, I haven't really, I haven't really had a chance to look into him. Um, I know he did Goofy movie, and then he did an episode of Moesha. That's all I know.
1: Oh, I know who you're talking about.
0: I'm glad you do, because I don't even know Moesha.
1: I love Moesha.
0: I mean, that's great. I just, I never watched it. That's all I can say. Um, but yeah, like, it feels like we get, other than the songs that are in this movie, and maybe one song in the car where they sung High Hopes, which was like Goofy's little cassette or whatever. It was like this really bad, well, I shouldn't say bad, but like really old country song. Yeah. Yeah. All I hear is, like, Powerline, 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 Powerline. Was he that insanely big? As, like, I can't think of another celebrity artist, in or, well, our version of it, in that time period, in the ninety, in 95. Maybe Britney, or maybe the boy bands, but, like, a solo artist that was know, as big I mean, as Powerline.
1: I feel like Michael Jackson was that big. Like, I can remember it being a well, kid. Well,
0: yeah, Michael Jackson, but
1: but, I mean, like, this is kind of like Michael Jackson because he's, like, moonwalking, you know? Well, Michael Jackson
0: but, is an exception. Like, Yeah,
1: but that's what I'm saying. Like, like maybe that's just, why they were trying to make him that big.
0: I don't know. They are trying to give
1: off that vibe.
0: I don't know. I mean, it really blows my mind how insane the, like, the kids, The hype. The hype was. Like, yeah. even Michael Jackson, he had hype. He didn't have that how much hype.
1: What? I think he had more.
0: I don't know. I, I, I didn't. I didn't live it, so I don't know. Like I, I was I had a baby brain at that time.
1: Yeah. See, I was I was I'm older than John, so like and I was like way more of an MTV kid. Like see I was. Um, so yeah. Um, I was MTV MTV two. Huge in MTV two. See. Watched... MTV two came out right around the time that I was like hitting teenage years uh, yeah. and going through like the Lincoln Park like disturbed you know, yeah, um, what are all those bands like the alternative music or whatever? My Chemical Romance. <laughs> I was, I was, I was never into My Chemical Romance, but, um, see, I just watched MTV, like too. Papa Roach. Does anybody remember Papa Roach? <laughs> um, I cannot, yes,
0: I'm, I cannot. I'm more insulted that you think that our fans don't know Papa Roach, and if you it, don't, Google it.
1: I remember (laughs) I literally used to have, like, all the band t-shirts and, like, Papa Roach was my favorite
0: You were a Hot Topic shopper, weren't you? I
1: was a Hot Topic. Back whenever they actually had band t-shirts and it was, like, a goth scene, like, yeah. Now Hot Topic is for, like, little kids, though. It's, like, totally different now. I can't
0: say anything. I go in there to get Funko Pops.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, it's for, like, little kids. Like, it's It's weird. It's more
0: anime nerds
1: yeah like anime nerds and like little kids like you know 10 11
0: 12 i don't know some of of the harley quinn stuff that they had like with like suicide squad and that birds of prey movie like the margot robbie stuff yeah like it's all like i would not put my child in there it's all
1: like action figury marvel like all this like i'm not into any of that stuff like i was born into like the goth freaks and geeks scene you know like i was not into any of the like commercialized stuff. I was into the music and the grunge. Okay, that's fair. Like, 90s grunge and alternative music was, like, a whole thing. Like, on MTV2.
0: So, anyway, we get... So, they're at this motel, and Pete and Goofy decide to go get into a hot tub together at this hotel. And, basically, Pete's like, Hey, well, I heard TJ said that Max altered the route, so... Because he's taking you to LA. And he's which... like,
1: check the map, Goof.
0: Which check destroys Goofy.
1: Destroyed him. Like he literally came in just like straight-faced, frown, like.
0: Like someone ripped... stumbled
1: into the bed and went to sleep and didn't even say a word.
0: And then the next day, they they're like heading up to a junction. I think Left takes them uh, to LA.
1: And the right takes him to Idaho. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, And they're like and Max is now conflicted and Goofy's like pick the right in his mind well, picked because the right Max
1: one. Max knows. He feels the guilt. Like the guilt is on. He knows something's up. He knows something. Like his dad is upset. He's like, Oh my gosh, I gotta tell and him And then
0: they pick the LA one which Yeah. And
1: this... then Goof pulls that car over on the side of the road, remember? Yeah, and he's he like is pissed. They had every right to be. I would have been pissed too. I would have been like, I can't believe my kid did this to me. <laughs> and you know,
0: and eventually Goofy forgot to put the car in on the brakes on the car, and the car rolls down, and this insane car going out of control scene happens. Yeah, they're they end like up doing a
1: huge car chase. They end up in the freaking river. The
0: Colorado River. Yeah. And we get the scene where basically, you know, they they're arguing and everything, and then Max. Max is like, you know, you gotta let me lead my own life or whatever. Then Goofy's like, I know, I'm trying, but I just want to be a part of it. And that's when he felt our house got quiet. It's just like, damn, So sad. And
1: then they save each other's lives back to back to back.
0: Oh, oh. Because oh, like... the
1: waterfall.
0: Before the waterfall, though, we get that, the last, the second to last song. I know it was sappy and I know it was emotional, do not remember anything about that song. I don't remember
1: anything about that song either. I'm like literally blank. Like, I remember there was a song, but I don't remember the
0: song. So basically, yeah, we get to this waterfall scene and, you know, Gooby's like, nothing can hurt us. We're, we're great. And then Max is like, waterfall. And Gooby's like, oh, a waterfall. Waterfall! And then they go back and forth. Basically, Goofy saves Max with this, like, famous fishing pole that he was going to pass down to his son. Oh, yeah, he
1: does the famous family, you know, fly fishing cast thing.
0: Yeah, and, you know, that's great. And he saves Max, and then Max is able to, like, grab, like, a tarp or something, turns into a makeshift parachute, and he gets the fishing pole. Goofy goes down the uh, waterfall, and that's where Max does the famous... Family basically.
1: cast, yeah. And
0: they hug, they embrace, and then Goofy's like, well, let's get you to L.A. and meet this power line fella.
1: Yeah, and then they end up taking off to L.A. and um, they're like... Going all, to this
0: concert. They've
1: got their trust and their love back and they're all like, yeah, we're bonded, you know, and they're all happy and they end up <sighs> in L.A. at the concert and they sneak in, in some and some instruments.
0: And basically we see the the very last song of this movie... Eye to eye. I only remember this song because it was at the Powerline concert, and everyone's watching this thing on pay per view, and they made sure to include pay per view. Yeah. When watching this thing, do you remember
1: how big pay per view was though back in the day? Like I could never, I can mean, yeah. never afford pay per view, so we never got to watch stuff like that. But we, I remember it was huge. We I had, was like, oh my god. We
0: had pay per view, but we never used it. The only time I think. It was ever used in my house. My cousins were over, and they were huge into, like, the 90s WWE wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And they watched a pay-per-view. Yeah. And my grandmother's house, which is where I live. And that's, like, the only time. And then, But I would see, like, pre-trailers for movies. The two that come to my mind the most was the first Rush Hour movie.
1: Oh, my gosh. I loved Rush Hour.
0: And Lethal Weapon 4. Okay. And I really wanted to see Lethal Weapon 4. Did not know anything about Lethal Weapon. I just wanted to see it just from that preview. Because it was Mel Gibson and Jet Li fighting. I was like, oh, that looks awesome. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so basically they all end up on stage and they dance with Powerline. And yeah, everything goes well. And then we end the movie with back at Roxanne's house.
1: Well, he actually gets on stage too and he waves to Roxanne. Like...
0: Yeah. And they do
1: their famous cast again, like as a dance, you know?
0: Yeah. It was cute. It's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's whatever. I mean, basically, we end up back at Roxanne's house. We see the dad in nothing but a shower cap and a towel, which that, that <laughs> was intimidating. And It was such a goofing. Ma- Max tells Roxanne the truth, you know? I don't know Paraline. I lied. I just wanted you to like me. And then she's like, I already liked you since your first yuck. Yeah. I was just like, dear God. <laughs> just like,
1: shut up. And then... You had me at hello.
0: And then, you know, they kiss and, um...
1: Max is in love.
0: Goofy's car explodes and Roxanne meets Goofy and that's where we kind of <laughs> meet the mo- in the movie. Yeah. Would you recommend this movie? I
1: would definitely recommend this. Movie. It was so fun to rewatch. you guys. Like, i was literally like what is gonna happen next but at the same time i remembered like all of the pieces as they were happening it was like oh my gosh the possum place oh my gosh bigfoot like oh my gosh that camper i wanted it so bad but um and the the concert at the end like i remembered all of it but only as it was happening but it was it was a total nostalgic vibe
0: i'm gonna give it a light recommend like i i did... a light
1: recommend hear me
0: out hear me out hear me out the songs aren't memorable <laughs> The songs are not memorable for anything. I only remember two songs. It's a great father son movie.
1: It is a great movie. I would love to
0: have seen more of the Polly Shore character in this movie. I would
1: have loved to have seen more Roxanne and Stacy.
0: Yeah, definitely that too. Like, it's a great movie. Like, I'm not going to diss the movie. It's great. It's just, there are so many other key components of this movie that they try to emphasize as being great. That I just don't remember even now. And I literally watched this movie 24 hours ago. Yeah. And yeah, like, I just, like, it's, I like, I'm not dissing the movie. It's just like, I feel like there's just some parts that they wanted to make memorable. Like the Polly Shore character in the songs and a little bit, a little bit of, like, some of the secondary characters. But I just don't, I, I would love for them to have done more with that. Instead of just, inter- just be like, oh, this is Bobby. Oh, this is Roxanne.
1: You're not going to see
0: Roxanne until the end of the movie. And then that's it.
1: I feel like I would give this movie like a 90 though. Like, I mean, it was up there. Is that your
0: Rotten Tomatoes score? Yeah,
1: like I would give this like a 90. Rotten Tomatoes probably didn't give it a 90. No, it did not. But they probably put it somewhere in like the 70s. 78 is my guess. But I feel like I would give this movie a 90. Like I love the message. I love the generational gap there. Like in between um like the parents generation to maximilian mtv kids like i loved um the secondary characters even though we didn't get them a lot like i loved the i loved them and i just i don't know it was fun to watch all
0: the way through i'm basing this off likeability i'll give you that i just wish they could have done more with the secondary yeah, characters. Yeah, I agree. And I wish the music was just more memorable. I
1: really do, yeah.
0: Like, the, I only remember the very first song and the very last song, and there's, like, four or five songs in this movie.
1: Yeah, I only remember the standout. Like, that's See, the I only, only See, I didn't even
0: remember that. I don't even remember when they did that. I think it was, like, the school auditorium when Max did, like, the, the show or whatever. Yeah. But outside of that, I don't remember a darn thing. I only remember that eye to eye and... The very first song. And again, I only remember that song because someone did a shot-for-shot shot remake of that song with real people, and it was good. Yeah. But anyway, let's let's wrap this up. You already did the to- Rotten Tomatoes, so we'll go ahead and do that. You gave it a 90. Um, the Constituents for Rotten Tomatoes offers enough of its titular ingredient to satisfy younger viewers. Even most parents will agree that this beloved character deserves better. Um, Roger Ebert gave the film three out of four stars.
1: Oh, okay. But
0: he only got to see a portion of the film before a technical issue in the projection booth caused the display to turn upside down. Weird. So you guessed ninety.
1: No, I guessed seventy-eight for them, and my personal score was ninety based off likability and just general
0: love. Sixty-one.
1: Wow. Like my instinct was to go with 60s, but I thought that it deserved at least a 73.
0: Well, if it makes you feel any better, this movie does have a sequel. Um, an extreme goofy movie.
1: I watched that too.
0: Which I love that movie.
1: Yeah, Um, I feel like we should rewatch that one as well. Cause this movie sent us into watching a goof troop, like right after we were like, oh, I love this goof troop. And seeing PJ and Max together again was like awesome.
0: Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I loved everything about it. Um, and I might watch an extreme goofy movie, even though it's a weaker version of the Rodney Dangerfield film, Back to School. But still, I love that movie. Um, how much mu- This movie was made on an $18 million budget. Okay. How much do you think it made? $95. Uh, 30000000 Thirty-seven point six million dollars. So you were close. And I
1: almost said forty. Like, so I'm getting good. I'm getting good. I'm getting. I better. will
0: say one more thing. Um, you know, Mickey's obviously been the main character, cartoon character, in Disney and everything. And it was nice to see a character like Goofy get get his own movie. I would love to say one more thing. I would love to see Donald get his own movie.
1: I'm not a Donald Duck girl.
0: I'm a girl. Donald Duck man. I am
1: not a Donald Duck girl. I at love all.
0: Ducktales. I love Quack Pack. I'm probably the only one that remembers Quack Pack.
1: I like Ducktales, but I, I'm just not. I'm not there. I'm not there. I Maybe like, I'm sure I would watch the movie, but I'm just not. I
0: even like the new. Duck. I
1: wouldn't go out of my way. I
0: even like the new Ducktales with David Tennant, Doctor Who. See, I didn't see. Screwed.
1: I didn't see the new Ducktales yet.
0: I mean, I'll tell you. The only reason why I watch it is because David Tennant a former doctor who and my personal favorite doctor who was scrooge mcduck so he was actually scottish and he had the accent and everything yeah so it was nice it was just nice that's all i'm <laughs> gonna say um i wouldn't
1: mind seeing any characters brought back to life really just because it's been too long and i agree i mean that the nostalgia vibe is real like on social media like, with us. Especially with this um, movie alone. Especially with this movie and like, other Disney movies. Like, we were all Disney kids. Like, give us what we want.
0: I mean, I really would love to play the board game of this. I bet it would be so much fun.
1: Oh, it would be so much fun.
0: But that was a Goofy Movie! As always, if you would like to get in contact with us, please send us an email at podcast at gmail.com or look us up on Instagram at Podcast. Next week, we are still continuing our August Animations, and April. We're going back to school. Going back to college! woo We're watching Monsters University, Dude. which... This movie is a personal... We don't hold this movie as high as up, but this is a personal favorite in the Bowen household. It's
1: up there. It is up there. This is, like, literally one of our fave, fave, fave movies. Like, the characters in it... Uh... They're my life. But, I love it.
0: Yes. So, please... T- Uh, check tune in next week as we talk about monsters university but as always this is the flixology podcast i'm your host john
1: and april take
0: it easy